thought so. It's terrible, isn't it, out there? It is awful. Actually, the funny thing is, it's uh, the producer went up onto the roof earlier on, on the roof of a London building in Leicester Square, and said, you know, it's unbelievable up there. She said, London. I went, no, really? You know, it's me thinking sort of a different planet or something. And she said, London in the snow. I thought, good heavens above. It's snowing outside, and on the roof of this building, London is bathed in snow. It's unreal. It's unreal. I mean, you know, you just, you know, I couldn't believe it. But it is bad, and I'll tell you why it's bad. And I know that you've heard a million and one people talking about it this morning, so I'm going to add my six penneth. I'm out in Twickenham. I got in the car early this morning, and as the guy turned out of the drive, <laughs> he couldn't see that down the middle of the road there's a like, sort of a raised island to stop people crossing over it. So we hit that. I thought, oh, here we go. So that was quite good fun. And then the back skidded a little bit, and then we had to turn around, and then we sort of pootled down. And it's, we're in a Prius. I don't know if you've ever been in a Prius. They're very quiet and very nice, but they're very light. Consequently, it's like being in a bumper car. You're like... And, of course, normally, I sleep on the journey. Not this time. I'm there watching him because I don't want him to get too close to anybody because we actually came past Twickenham Station and the lights were red. Oh, no. And the car stopped there. And he's sort of... I'm thinking, oh, no, start start braking now. Start. You've got to anticipate everything in this weather. And he brakes a little bit too late and we start skidding. And I said, I think we're going to hit that car in front unless you veer a bit to the left. So we veered a bit to the left. And we drew up level with it. So just goes to prove that we could have hit the thing. But there are loads of people out there for whom they've never seen snow before. I know that because we drove down the Mall and uh, most of the uh, main roads are clear-ish. I say clear-ish. They're out gritting. We passed about four gritting lorries. Uh, they're gritting the roads. However, in some of the little villages and the suburbs and things like that, where the snow is fresh and it's compacted underneath, it's like a skid patch. So you're going to see loads of accidents. Also, all the roads that you thought were dual carriageways are going to turn into one carriageway. Because the other one, people are frightened to overtake because if they don't know the road, they don't know if it's raised or anything there. So people are going to stick to the one channel down the middle. Uh, motorways all over the place. We'll bring you up to date with the airports later on. I don't, at the risk of boring you, I know people are going, well, I haven't got to go anywhere today. But for millions of people, they will have to go everywhere. In fact, uh, Giles and Abby are uh, making their way to Stansted because they think they're going off on honeymoon. I think they, sh- I think they should be OK. I think some of the... Pla- Let's face it. I mean, I don't want to sort of, you know, pour scorn on our British airport's authority. But if they can take off from an airport like Kittler which is inside the Arctic Circle, and it snows constantly, and they can take planes off. Why the blinking heck can't they take them off from here? All they've got to, Do you know what they've got over there? And it's a fairly simple one, and I don't want to sort of point out the blindingly obvious, that they've got a truck which sprays antifreeze. And the plane sits there, and we, we took off from... I thought, we're never going to land. We're never going to take off from this place. But that's what they do. They take off and they land on ice, on snow, everything. They spray the plane with antifreeze. It's like a giant sort of washer. And the plane takes off. Here, oh, can't do that. As it is, there's no buses. Now, I can understand, strangely enough, why not all the buses are running in town. Because some of the roads are so icy, you've only got to get a double-decker bus going round a corner and the back following it round, smashing into cars, and you've got an absolute nightmare situation. So that's why... I think that there's going to be no buses. So consequently, we've got no cleaners this morning because they can't get in. But if you are going to leave for work, allow an extra hour at least for your journey. I know it sounds daft, but I promise you it's the, uh, it's the only way, we we'll just uh, sign in quickly this morning, uh, that you're going to get into work. It's no good phoning up, Jay. <clears throat> I can't make, won't make it in this morning. Because nobody's going to believe you. They're all going to go, you're doing a sickie. Because uh, Ant- I forgot to thank Anthony, actually. Bless his heart, honestly, his little car. Like a little bubble car. <laughs> He's sort of skating round the roads and everything. Although, in theory, he could walk from here, I suppose. 
back to the car. So we've got a lot to get through between now and seven o'clock this morning, when everybody else is a bit... They'll all be getting in really early today, so I'm, I'm quite pleased about that. It's quite nice being in early, because you can go up on the roof of the building in Leicester Square and look out over London, bathed in snow. It's quite, it's quite wonderful, the herds of wildebeest and the elephants charging majestically through Trafalgar Square, the Maasai warriors there, you know, the leftover yesterday from Chinese New Year. That was good, actually. I like Chinese New Year, except they blocked my car in. So I couldn't wait to get out of the place. And I so, so wanted to go to Chinese New Year and eat food. And as it was, it was bitterly cold. Bitter. Do you know, strangely enough, when it snows, I don't feel the cold at all. Even though I have um, so I've actually put a sweater on today. A sweater. Look at me telling you my honest secrets. A sweater on today, which is very good. Uh, we've got loads of your texts and emails, which we will get through. So it's 84850, steve at uk. Trust you had a good weekend. Good news, we kicked Michael Underwood off uh, Strictly Come Ice Thingy Dancing, whatever it was. And even Noreen said he wasn't the worst. And he quite clearly wasn't the worst. Quite clearly not. 84850, steve at Loads of the papers. Loads of the papers. I love the, the story. I don't know if it was just me or not. The Daily Mail. Carol Vorderman, bitter. No, leaving Countdown was the best thing I ever did. Was that the same Carol Vorderman who moaned incessantly about it on television programmes and radio programmes and in newspaper interviews and this... And I'm thinking, you were earning £4,000 a show. 4,000 quid. You know, I suppose you could argue that £4,000 a show is not... I mean, for, I mean, heavens above here at LBC. I'm not at liberty to discuss the sort of sums of money, but it's not far off that. And uh, so 4,000 quid a show, and then they cut her down to 400 and she went, no, I'm not doing that. So she went, I would think 400 quid a show you'd be quite grateful for, wouldn't you? I mean, 400 pound a day is not bad money. Not as good as a London taxi driver. Of course, they won't be making any money today. Nobody may- I said to my driver this morning when he dropped me off, I said, if I was you, I'd pick jobs in town because you don't want to go out of town. Because out of town is just blooming terrible and horrible and nasty and, and vile. Uh, Martin says, I've just finished watching... Uh, Jacques Peretti's documentary on uh, on Pauline Burrell, a fascinating programme, not for the attention of that man, but the events that surrounded him. The, the lewd conduct, of course, on the Royal Yacht, well documented, and, uh, and all sorts of things. I still maintain, and it's always the one thing that annoys me when Paul Burrell kept going on about Diana called me her rock. When? When was that? Where is, where is the evidence of that? You've only got one man's word, and frankly, as a man who has sold his employer down the river... On more than one occasion. I mean, it's just turned into something disgusting. Really, really disgusting. So, so we don't want to talk about him anymore, do we? Even Gilda's up this morning. Says, having just woken up as a character in a Jackie Lawson Christmas card, but have a small problem as have to get a flight from City Airport at 8 o'clock. Any ideas? Gilda, stay in bed. I don't think City Airport's going to be going anywhere. But as I, what did I say to you yesterday? I said to everybody, you wait. All the news bulletins and all the pictures of the paper are going to be of people in the snow. They're going to be, have reporters standing there going, well, it's very snowy here as the snow comes down. And, and we're going to be going, God, you're bright, aren't you? And they're going to be going, the roads are fairly quiet. Yeah, it's because it's ten past five. That's why they're fairly quiet. So you're always going to get that. Later on today, and in fact, as I drove in today and I nearly, I nearly phoned the police... I nearly phoned the police because in Knightsbridge there was a group of Hooray Henrys throwing snowballs across the road at some, uh, some numpty girl who was there with her, her friends. I assume they were all one party. The worst thing was that when they weren't throwing them at the girls, they were throwing them at the traffic. And rather stupid boys, uh, one of them bald, looked far too old to be out with young people. Unless, of course, well, anyway. And uh, so uh, they were doing... And I thought, where are the police? 
Where are the pl- why are the police not out? But I did see loads of tourists out this morning. They, I know they're normally out, but this morning you notice them more than ever because they're all done up taking pictures of the snow. If they've never seen snow before, it's probably quite exciting. Let's take a picture of Buckingham Palace in the snow. Let's do this. Let's do that. But uh, I don't want to bore everybody with your snow stories. We know it's snowing and we know it's quite dangerous out there. All I can do is reiterate that if you're leaving for work, leave earlier. Allow plenty of time. Bearing in mind, no buses. Bearing in mind, there's going to be a lot of illegal minicabs out on the roads. There's going to be a lot of people pulling up alongside you going, you need a minicab? Don't get in them. They are rapists and drug runners and people who have criminal records. Do not get in any car that touts by the side of the road. Uh, Don't stand at bus stops because there's absolutely diddly squat happening there. But we will, every 15 minutes, bring you up to date with the travel. We'll try and bring you up to date with the airports as well. If you are flying, phone the airport. I know it's a nightmare and you're going to say we've tried phoning and we can't get through. So stay tuned to LBC and we'll make sure that we get you there. Or failing that, just stay in, make yourself a nice cup of soup. Have some toast, some bread and butter sandwiches, and, uh, and we shall get through it together, because we're British. If they could do it in other countries, goodness sake, why can't we do it? 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. I'm not, I'm not a killjoy, says Johnny, but the celebs are out in force and bringing news to the nation about the March the 13th Day of Indulgence. Yep, it's Red Nose Day. So we have a month of annoying infomercials on the Beeb telling us to get involved. He says, I think I'll go to France for the day and avoid Lenny Henry grinning. And then sombre as we see another famine, an old people's home or a rehab centre being helped. Yuck. He said, some of us quietly do our bit for charity and don't need celebs craving more attention banging on. I find the whole day a charade past its sell-by date. Next week, Eamon Holmes on the weight he might lose and auction for charity. I know, isn't that disgusting? We were wondering on the programme yesterday, how Eamon Holmes was going to revitalise his career. Because, frankly, I mean, we've seen enough of this fat blob, I think, on television to last us a lifetime. And then somebody came up with the idea of, why don't you host a programme with Mylene Class Or Class? And it could be about weight loss, and then you can lose weight at the same time, you fat, overweight blob. And so we went, that's a good idea. And I get paid for it. Yep, you get paid for doing a programme about losing weight, which you should have done years ago. How on earth Ruth manages with... Well, anyway, one can only hazard a guess, I'm afraid. 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Um, uh, Paula says, I think Paul Burrell must be hard of hearing. I think what Diana actually said was go away and crawl under a rock. That would be quite good. I know it's bad, Steve. Causes lots of dangerous problems. I remember driving in snow. First time passing through Streatham and Crystal Palace up and down the hill. I mean, just dreadful. It really is dreadful out there. But all the information you need... On LBC 97.3, in between the rude bits, of course. Headlines this morning at 5.15. Don't travel unless you have to. That's the warning from highways agencies as London wakes up to a blanket of snow this morning. Hundreds more workers are today expected to join the unofficial walkouts that have hit energy companies across the country. And former Countdown host Carol Vorderman is to lead a maths task force for the Conservatives. Let's have a checker on the state of the roads this morning. Slightly longer than usual bulletin. <laughs> Morning, team. Nice to, and I call you team this morning because I mean we are a team because together we'll pull through this. It's going to be OK. Don't worry. As long as you've got soup in the cupboard, you're fine. OK? Good luck, Britain. Marvellous, isn't it? <laughs> 5.20 is the time. Uh, one here from Julia says, uh, Madness. TfL, understandably, pulled the buses off the road because of the conditions, but have told the drivers they've got to come in on standby if they want to get paid. My husband uh, got to start at five and he's still trying to get out of the road. It's madness. Is, isn't it? Absolute madness. But it's the well, same as us. To be honest with you, I'm sure that there will be some people uh, who will not arrive in this building today. I'm, I'm, I come in here anyway. 
Simple reason. If I don't come in, I don't get paid. No point in me sitting at home, getting thoroughly miserable. Perhaps I could do the, uh, perhaps I could do the entire programme on the telephone. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Actually, somebody reminded me of something the other day. You remember years ago, I used to pull into a filling station, a garage. And you'd sit there and a man would come out because you'd go over a piece of rubber tubing that would go bing, bing, and it would ring a bell. So, you know, if he was totally blind, at least he'd know you'd arrived. Uh, and they would get out and they would say, how much? A morning, sir. And you'd go, oh, five pounds worth. So they put five pounds in. Then they would clean your windscreen. And then they would check your oil. Check your oil for you, sir. Nowadays, uh, A, they don't speak English most of the time. B, they're nearly always crooks working in garages. Nearly always crooks. That's where, as we've said to you before, most of your credit cards get cloned. And uh, and then the the other thing is nobody moves. You know, you have to wait. You see, you've got to open your, you know, your petrol pump thing. You've got to sort of stand there. And you can see them sitting in there chatting and you think, will you turn this pump on, for God's sake? Drives you mad, doesn't it? Uh, one here, this is from, uh, from Lanray, says, how jealous am I of the snow right now? I'm in Dubai where it's 24 degrees and it's nice and bright. So it is here. It is here. We'll probably go outside and ask to win costumes very shortly. Woke up this morning, was about uh, to pull a snow sickie and then realised I was in Dubai. I don't want to rub it in, but I'm nice and warm. Well, don't worry, because we're nice and warm here today as well, till we get outside. Somebody attempted to build a snowman in uh, Leicester Square. I have a horrible feeling it's come out looking like something else. Um, another one here from Alan, who says, How fun! It's London walk-to-work day. Leaving the car at home and about to walk to the office. Five miles, here we go. Yeah, but that's, do you know, just think how good you're going to feel at the end of it. But be careful on the pavements, they're a bit slippy. Not slippy on the roads. And for, far better you walk to work today, if, you, if you're able to, than to actually take the car out. Uh, on the way here, I saw four accidents. One, some stupid man attempting to do a U-turn in the middle of the road. I mean, it's like a skid patch out there. It is like a... If it, one car that passed us, and I was willing them to have an accident, never seen anything so stupid, we were doing 20 and they went, meow. I thought you're a bigger fool than you look. Uh, then two uh, cars which had collided into each other up by Hyde Park Corner. People all over the place. Just had to have a little sip of water. It's funny, isn't it? All this snow coming down, and if you hold it in your hand, it goes to water. Remember that years ago? You know, you'd run your finger along a, along this sort of the thing, and then you put this thing in. Don't eat yellow snow, by the way. And a lot of people sort of run their finger along the thing, and, and you put snow in your mouth. Or failing that, you crunch it all up in your hand, and then make it really tight. And then, and then you've got an icicle that you can eat all the way to work. It's just fantastic. It's really good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, so we, we mourn the passing of people coming out uh, in garages to look after you and ask to check your oil. Nobody does it now. Come on, hands up. When was the last time you checked your oil? You're about to find out today just how good your tyres are, because if you're driving into work and you've got slightly bald tyres, you'll be all over the place. You really will. If you've got a big, heavy car, it's not too bad. But if you've, if you've got a light little car, it's going to be tinkle. He's not still here, is he? Anthony, why are you still here? Oh, don't tell me he's cut. What's the matter? What are you doing here? What's he doing here? It's, you can't drive. You can't find the car. It's in a snowdrift somewhere. He's got no idea. Sounds like two syllables. First one. <laughs> I like games like that. I'm quite good at Christmas, actually. We always do charades in our family. Well, we have to, because most of the family are blind drunk by the time we get after lunch. So there's no point doing it. And sometimes you think my auntie Enid's doing things and she's just trying to signal she wants to go to the toilet. That's as far as it goes. Anyway, do you remember when you used to buy washing powder? And inside there was a free gift. It's like buying, I suppose nowadays, kids go and buy uh, cereals. And you go down, we used to, mum, we'd say to mum, can we have this one? Because it had a free gift in it. She said, no, 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 we always have cornflakes. Or we always have shredded wheat. This one's got a free gift in it. Yes, and it's rubbish, you don't want it. So we'd end up buying it. We never liked the cereal, but we'd ferret around to try and find the free gifts. It was like buying 
Like buying boxes of tea and trying to find the picture card inside. We never actually used anything. We didn't, never, didn't do anything with the picture card. It was the fact it was free. A free gift. I, mean, I love that. You go into a garage and they go, you've just bought some oil, have a free, have a free flower. And they'd give you a, fl- a plastic flower or a waste paper basket or something like that. Just the kind of thing you need when you go in. I used to love it. I remember being taken out for dinner by my parents and that was considered a treat. That was considered a treat to go out for dinner. So you'd dress up. I used to put my little, my little trousers on and my little tie. And I was 33. And, uh, and little, little sort of shoes and everything else. And then you'd, you'd go out and you'd have something to eat in a restaurant. And, and if you were very lucky at the end, you'd have a knickerbocker glory. <laughs> I was a little bit incontinent even in those days. But, I mean, sometimes, you know, you'd actually go out and you'd have... And they'd go, would you like apple... Could you eat an apple pie now? I don't know, Mum. I really don't know. And so we'd have it. And then you'd go out and you'd go, I feel so stuffed. But you'd been out for a meal at a restaurant. I never knew what they cost. Because I never paid for it. But I used to love the whole idea. Nowadays, people just, they take it for granted. You go out for lunch, you go out for dinner. I don't think, I mean, I went out for lunch the other day, £50 for lunch. And I remember coming out thinking afterwards, was £50 for lunch? It's ridiculous. I could have gone somewhere much cheaper. On the subject of fake pound coins, which we discussed the other day, and you know that one in 40 is fake. You should be able to tell by the weight, uh, but do check... And Dawn says, after hearing you and Darren talking about the fake coins and how to spot them, I decided to check my six one-pound coins. I wasn't expecting to find one, but imagine my surprise when I find out I'm in possession of a fake one-pound coin. I did the test, but I turned the coin around. The design wasn't upright in line with the Queen's head, as Darren said it should be. The other five were okay. It was a coin with a three lions design. Also had a real one of those which did pass Darren's test. When I compare the two, the designs on the fake is much less defined. You know, you can buy a machine which makes fake one-pound coins for about 10,000 quid. I thought Auntie and I could go into business. We could be making fake... T- we could just give them to people around the building, you know. So, we, listen, I've got all these coins. Could you swap them for a ten-pound note or something? Yeah, we could make a fortune. Apparently, you could do 100 quid an hour. So I work on the assumption, dur- during a programme, you could not do too badly. Not do too badly. They cost about 30 pence to mint. So I'm all right with that. 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Weather for today... Young Hakia's upstairs doing the weather. He's not a happy boy. He is falling apart, I'm afraid, at the moment. He said, look at this, what's this? Of course, me, blind as a bat, I've got no idea what he's pointing at. So I said, oh, right. And he's got a spot, apparently, on his top lip. He's got a spot in the middle of his... Fo- he's falling apart. I said, well, it's worse for me. I said, if I take my glasses off and look in the mirror, I look absolutely stunningly perfect. When I put my glasses on, I suddenly realise that I haven't shaved and there's bits you've missed. And it's a horrible, horrible reality check. So I've now decided that in the bathroom in the morning, I will not put my glasses on. I don't care if the driver doesn't find me attractive. I don't mind at all. I'm prepared to sit in the car. I don't care if he laughs. Mind you, this morning I was wide awake all the way and I'm so petrified about this ice. And it is terrible. But uh, Hakia tells us, severe weather warnings still in place for London. They say it will continue through this morning's rush hour into this evening. And then they say it could turn to rain and slush, which means we're going to be flooded tomorrow. You can imagine what it's going to be like, because tonight the snow will move northwards. Yeah. Clear spells, widespread frost, and uh, sleet or snow falling to the south and southwest tomorrow. Dry, mostly cloudy, and uh, the sleet or snow falling in places like Gatwick or Guildford, high then of four degrees. Further three-day forecast, Wednesday and Thursday, cloudy with rain or sleet. Friday, more snow showers, breezy in part, a high of four centigrade, but freezing overnight. So you have been warned, and we shall keep you up to date with it here on LBC 97.3. Uh, other stories in the papers say, here's a strange one. Here's a strange story. How would you feel if a nurse came round to visit you, uh, one of these home visit nurses, uh, state registered, 
And at the end of the session, she said to you, um, should we say a little prayer together? And you go, I don't think so, no, thank you very much indeed. It's very sweet, but, you know, not. Because that's somebody forcing their, their beliefs on you. Well, there is one such nurse in the paper today. Her name's Caroline Petrie, a community nurse and devout Christian, who has already been warned about this before when she uh, asked some man a short while ago, you know, would you like to, should we have a little prayer together? And he went, no, I don't think so. And she's done it again. She now faces disciplinary action, uh, even though the patient involved didn't actually make a formal complaint. But she did mention it to somebody saying, is it, I'm not sure if this is actually right. So she was offering a prayer for a sick patient. The trouble is, I don't think prayers work in cases like this. I think, I'm afraid, it it only works, you know, if you've exhausted every... Other- Morning, team. We'll have travel updates every 15 minutes. It's not good. It's not good. The whole country grinds to a halt, doesn't it? Every other country around the world. Finland, we managed to get on a coach. We went all over the... Inside the Arctic Circle. Over here, complete chaos. Complete chaos. The roads are terrible. There are no buses. There's uh, a lot of train cancellations all over the place. So the advice is, unless you need to go to work, uh, don't bother, because it is chaos day. Or walk. If you're able to walk, walk. But there is a lot of snow, and it's coming down. A lot of impacted ice as well. It's all over the place. And especially out of town. I came in from Twickenham earlier on. Uh, Actually okay to come in, but you've got to crawl along at about 10 miles an hour because it looks like it's one lane, but it's two lanes, unfortunately, the A316. But you you can't see the other lane. It's vanished completely. So be very careful. The advice is don't get too close to the car in front. Don't start using your mobile phone because all of a sudden somebody will break, you'll jam your foot on the brake and you'll skid into the back of them and that'll be an accident. There's going to be accidents all over the place, even at the time I came in this morning, which was about three o'clock-ish. There's, uh, there's dreadful chaos out there, so don't do it unless you have to. Steve, snowing in Kennington. I think it's snowing over the whole place, actually. Uh, Don says you were talking about Knickerbocker Glories. We go to the. Uh, we used to go to the Black and White Milk Bar in Ilford Broadway in the late fifties and early sixties. Great days. You could go out without any aggro. I know. So nice. Actually, I must mention a story to you this morning about comedian Joe Brand, who was shocked last night. That's what will shock you. After police launched a probe into a joke she made about the BNP, she was performing on stand-up show Live at the Apollo on the BBC, when she brought up the leaked British National Party's membership list, which the Mirror published in November. Joe had the audience in hysterics last month when she said, Hurrah! Now we know who to send poo to. But BNP Deputy Leader Simon Darby complained to police the next day, insisting she incited racial harassment. A file is now with the Crown Prosecution Service. Police sources described it as an absurd case and said it's very unlikely to get to court. A source added a lot of time and police money is being wasted on what we ultimately call a joke. A pal of Brown says she was shocked at the probe, adding perhaps the BNP don't have a sense of humour. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Are you saying there's no buses in Hammersmith at 7am? There's no buses full stop. Buses cancelled, OK? No buses. Anything that's outside is a bit ropey. Trams, I don't know about, but because of the amount of snow that's out there, there's lots of things. They're cancelling, uh, if, you've, if you've booked cars to come and collect you this morning to take you in thinking I won't better drive, check that they're still on because a lot have been cancelled. Uh, 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Of course, I'd always come in. The amount of money I'm paid, I have to come in. It's as simple as that. Steve, for me, going out to lunch at Inger is still a luxury. May God protect drivers everywhere. A blanket of snow across Peckham. I've hibernated for a few days. Well, this is the programme to keep you nice and warm this morning. Uh, Gina from Barnes is snowed in. She wants to know if anybody's got a tank that she can get to work in.
Uh, Val, morning. Only a little snow in Baldock. Problem with the airport is there aren't enough de-icing trucks for all the departures. It's true. I've just seen on TV we have even heavier snow to come later on, says Stephen Addiscombe. Can't wait. Uh, Will in Sidcup says the snow looks pretty, but it's very dangerous. I'm off today, so I'm going to enjoy LBC in the warm. I don't blame you, actually. If you just watch it on the television, hear about it on the radio, you hear loads of people talking about it later on. People, you know, going, oh, it's very heavy snow here, and very. I, mean, I don't know how I'm going to get home. But I'm, I suppose I will at some point. Uh, Brenda says, what happened to your love of snow? You said you loved it deep and crisp and even. I haven't said I don't like it. I absolutely love the snow. Are you listening, Brenda? Wash your ears out. God, blimey. I said I love it. I said it's dangerous. It's absolutely beautiful to look at. I love it. Love it. Uh, Jack says, loving the show as usual. Jason and Chiswick says, um, I was uh, doing 30 in the middle lane. A car passed me at 70. Not particularly good, is it? I mean, you just will these people to have an accident. Uh, Steve, I'm just going to make myself a lovely hot mug of Bovril. and listen to you with a nice snug blanket wrapped around me. Just watch the snow. So shall. Um, Steve, not being funny, it's the Polish we need to worry about, as they're used to it and will be flying about. I know, oh, that was the M3 story. Actually, well, of course, I mean, if you're used to driving in snow and you've got snow tyres on and stuff like that, you know exactly how it works. But it's terrible. Steve, if there's no buses... I'll probably get to work quicker, as they always clog the roads up. What's the roads like via Orpington to Longfield, says Cass. Should have been to work at five this morning. I run the news agents there. I wouldn't bother going, actually, at 20 to six. I'd leave it. I'd leave it. Uh, Mark the Bailey says, I'm not going to work today. Bit of snow, and we can't handle it. Uh, and Ben says, I'm a nurse. No trains, tubes, going in my workplace, only buses. How am I going to get to work? I'm not driving. I don't blame you, actually. I do not blame you. Do not drive. My advice is don't drive because it really is you'll see the the roads out there you've only got to look at if you live out of town in town it's a little bit better but even looking out here onto the charing cross road we're knee deep in the stuff here and on the pavements as well and it's still coming down heavy so out of town even worse my advice is don't go there unless you have to although i'm expecting everybody who works for lbc to make it in today otherwise heads will roll 84850 steve at lbc.co.uk jan says i've been awake for hours listening to the traffic updates. I'm scared about getting to work because I've got no choice but to drive. Uh, have to go in as it's press night. Probably be the only person there. Do you know, I would, I'm not at all surprised at the Queen's Theatre, Jan. It is dangerous. Just be very careful because it might look like fresh snow, but underneath it, there's probably ice. And do t- just really, really take it very, very carefully. Uh, National Rail, saying on their website... Uh, all southeastern trains cancelled. Uh, no, we didn't have that at all, I'm afraid. So there you go. 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Another one here. And uh, this says, I tried waiting for a bus to get to work, but without success. Thank God I had LBC with me. Took the advice and went back home. I shall try again later. No buses today. No buses, unless things are going to change dramatically, which I don't think they are. There's, uh, there's no buses. OK. Uh, Lee? Just arrived in the office at Hornchurch. Took two hours from uh, near Braintree in Essex. Left home at the unearthly time at 3am. I am shattered, but you will perk me up. I usually leave between 6 and 6.30. So it feels like the middle of the night at the moment. I brought pillow, blankets, change of clothes, in case I have to stay here. It's probably worth it, I would think. Uh, it's, it's best to do that. It's best to, to stay in today. Just got into the office. I'm not sure where my bus driver is, but I was on the back of the bendy bus and took a left at the embankment. And the driver took a right. That's the danger. That's the danger at the moment. Uh, Tramlink suspended, says John and Carl Shulton. 
So uh, just check, just check. Uh, no buses anywhere at the moment, I'm afraid. And uh, and the good news is that we'll have Phil Blacker doing the sport. He can't get in, but he's got a, an ISGN line at home. That's good, isn't it? Actually, I'm sincerely hoping... Oh, here we go, I've just realised. I'm sincerely hoping Nick Ferrari can get in. Because I don't know how... He's, he's, a, he's a way out of town, isn't he? So if he, if he is on his way in, he should have left now, I would think, just to make sure you're going to get here in plenty of time. Uh, Christo says... He'd love to do uh, an LBC Big Brother with you and Nick. But he wouldn't be able to get in the hot tub if you were both in it, says Laura in Croydon. Um, actually, judging by the size of Christo, I don't think he'd get in. Uh, our school's being closed, says Anne. I'm a teacher. It'll save me getting up. I've got a ten-mile drive to get there. Uh, a lot of people asking about that. Uh, I have no idea. No idea. Jackie says, I'm going to Newcastle on the seven o'clock train. Please tell if King's Cross is closed. It's open as far as I know at the moment. It depends on what trains are actually running. When you say no buses, do you mean central London or the whole of London? I think, actually, it's the uh, the whole of London at the moment, because the snow isn't just central London, it's everywhere. I don't think there's any buses at all. I really don't think so. Uh, Jack says, I'm a controller, drove to Wood Green from Basildon, one hour, 15 minutes, not bad. Road's difficult, not impossible if sensible. No buses, don't expect any today except possibly on major trunk roads only. Too dangerous on the side roads. So now you know, now you know that we're a little bit uh, thin on the ground with, uh, with buses. So there's going to be a lot of walking, a lot of walking. 84850, steve at uk. There's a Big Brother style show they're talking about in the papers today. And uh, and this one, they say, features children as young as eight as they were left sobbing and uh, hungry and scared. The ten boys and ten girls were filmed trying to fend for themselves for two weeks, but within two days there were fights and bullying. One lad pointed a knife at another before parents who were monitoring the filming intervened. I should absolutely think so. Um, I was just checking on Giles. You know, Giles is going off on his honeymoon today. Uh, he's just sent me a, an, uh, an email, a text, and he says, We made it. Radio broken in the cab, though. Uh, Ryanair flights seem to be cancelled, but ours, OK so far. So he's leaving from Stansted. So there are obviously certain flights that, uh, that are going to go. But do check. Do check. And also, let me just remind you that we are British, for God's sake. And when we get there and discover that the flights are cancelled, can we just try and be a little bit sensible about it? As opposed to, I've waited all day for this and all this. Shut up. Just shut up. Uh, Kevin says, we're driving a vehicle with automatic transmission. Select third gear manually to pull away from standstill. I don't think I have third gear. Oh, actually, I do have a third gear. I've just remembered. Never used it. Uh, Mark the Bailiff says, say hello to my dad, Alan, who's asked me to go out and get the papers. I'd have a few choice words to say to your dad, I'm afraid. <laughs> 84850, steve at uk. Uh, all Dancing Eye celebrities have begged ITV1 bosses not to put them in green outfits. They're convinced they're bad luck. We told you yesterday, uh, rumours are abounding that Todd Carty can actually skate a lot better than he is uh, portraying at the moment. A lot of people say he's playing for laughs. Here's this ghastly TV show. Um, and it's uh, it's all children. Kids weeping and everything else. Not very nice at all. Do you know Channel 4 employs uh, 19 bosses who earn more than the Prime Minister? Channel 4 does. For the rubbish they turn out. For the rubbish. The TV executives are paid at least 190000 a year. Isn't that absolutely disgraceful? And here he is, the Olympic swimming uh, hero, so-called, Michael Phelps, apologising after he was caught smoking drugs from something called a bong. I'd never even heard of one before. I had no idea what it is, but apparently it was taken some years ago 
and he was inhaling from this uh, thing, and he's apologised and said it will never happen again. What an idiot you are. I just don't imagine you're alone. It's uh, 14 minutes to six. It's Steve Allen. It's a day that, uh, as, as they say in uh, history, it'll go down because it's the worst snow that we've seen in the capital for about the past six years. All the travel information coming up. These are the headlines. You're waking up to a blanket of snow across London. Buses currently aren't running until further notice and trains also severely disrupted. Morning team, 10 to 6. I don't need to tell you, but you'll be bored witless with uh, people telling you it's chaos out there. It is. It's very difficult to get around. If you don't need to go to work today, and I mean don't need, if you're an essential service, you do need to get to work. But if you don't need to get out there, then don't go out there. The roads are, especially out of town, it's bad enough in town. I thought the moment we hit the, uh, the main road coming into London, it would be a lot clearer, but it's not. The gritting lorries have been out. Uh, there's no buses. Trains are looking a bit iffy at the moment, mainly because the drivers, uh, the people who operate them, can't get into work. So that's, that's the big problem we've got there. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be people at LBC who are just not going to get in because they're living out of town, and it really is bad out there. It's very, very, very difficult, mainly because of the snow, and when the snow has uh, come down, it's gone over the top of ice, which is frozen, so it's like skid patches. All the dual carriageways, mostly around uh, the London area, have come down to one lane, because nobody's overtaking unless you're really stupid. And, uh, as I say, if you are setting off on a journey, make sure you take your mobile with you. Make sure that you're wrapped up well. It's all common sense. All common sense. George in Reading says, uh, in this awful weather, I urge everyone to remember the wildlife. No, they don't need food that badly. It's only for one day, George. They, c- they can cope quite well, I'm afraid. Not going to find pigeons banging on the window, I'm afraid. Uh, Mark the Bailiff says, I'm going to look for a snowman in someone's garden and bury a suicide note in there. Imagine their faces when it melts. People have b- just down by Trafalgar Square, somebody's built a, a huge snowman. And there's one, I think, purporting to be a snowman in, uh, in Leicester Square. <laughs> oh, dear. Bird's Eye about a, bought a, a new flavour of Arctic Rollout, says Mitch. What, what, different from jam and ice cream? What could be different about it? Uh, Steve, I'm an ice skating coach and can promise you Todd Carty can't skate any better than he can. You can't look like that and act at that level of skating, says Gary. Well, that Michael Underwood said yesterday in the papers that, believe you me, in, uh, in rehearsals he's skating a lot better. They think he's actually playing it for laughs now. Uh, Steve, um, another one here. Uh, Marion says, what did you give Giles for his wedding present? Television. There you go. Uh, Jen in Sidcup. Oh, what a mess out there. Do you know if the DLR is running? I don't know what the DLR is, actually. Is that the Docklands Light Railway? Anywhere where the trains go outside, apparently, is a bit of a problem. A little bit of a problem. So we'll do travel bulletins every 15 minutes on the programme. But if you're one of those people who has just woken up and you're thinking, oh, I'll, I'll head off for work, you know, normal time, if you drive... My advice is leave in plenty of them. Add an extra hour onto your journey at least. Do keep your distance from the car in front, because if you smash into the back of it, it's going to ruin your day. Ruin your day. Kids love it. They'll go out into fields and they'll have a, have a great deal of fun today and they'll probably find the schools will be cancelled because you can't get to them. Just watch the television, listen to the radio, and we'll bring you up to date on it. Uh, here she is, Danny Minogue, all loved up for about the 15 millionth time. God, you're a bore, Danny. It's strange how we only get you doing this when there's a photographer present. You know, if you want to conduct your life in the media, fine. But if you don't, just go away. 
X-Factor Supremo Simon Cowell has laughed off rumours he's gay. The talent show star has denied gossip that he fancies fellas, but said they don't bother him. I'm not gay, he said, and I'm quite happy with knowing that. But it makes no difference if you are in the business. What difference would it make? I totally agree. He's also said, in the light of the story that appeared a short while ago, that all the X Factor stars are only going to be earning about 250 quid a night. He said they will emerge at the end of this tour with around 50 grand each. Just not bad money, is it? Not bad money. 84850. Oh, here she is. Beauty Nicola McLean. It's a bloke, isn't it? I mean, you've only got to look at this poor old thing here. I don't know who she is. Oh, I think she was in the Big Brother house, but by God, it's rough with makeup on. And here she is, the cheeky wag, was slipping into a dress that barely fits her. In other words, this is her claim to fame. This is Nicola McLean, who you remember was very rude about Timmy Mallet and about David Van Day, who've got far more talent than this old bag's got in one little finger. She's got no talent whatsoever. Her only talent is she gets her boobs out because she's glamour model. And for glamour model, read, you're a bit stupid, aren't you, love? And here she is here, going into um, uh, a nightclub in Hoddesdon. How marvellous, honestly. What a class act you are, Nicola. But unfortunately, Dara's talented as a brick, I'm afraid. Anyway, enough of her. Uh, women with big chins are more likely to have an affair, according to scientists. No good checking in the mirror now. No good checking. Big chin. Oh, women with big chins. So, uh, you're more likely to have an affair. Camilla Parker Bolter's chin's quite big, isn't it? I'm thinking. And Kelly Brook. My God, I tell you, it's three faces, isn't it? Not Kelly Brook. Kelly, um, uh, what's her name? Osborne. Kelly Brook. Although, have you noticed? Everybody. Ev- Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Osborne. Everybody's talking about Kelly Brook and saying how, how dim she is. I don't think I've seen a programme yet. Even the Sunday Night Project. Even the Sunday Night Project were taking the mickey out of her because she's known as not being bright. Can't help it. Mitch says, oh, it's triple chocolate, not raspberry and vanilla. Triple chocolate. Sounds delicious, doesn't it? Triple chocolate, Arctic roll. Yumma, yumma, yumma. I like the sound of that. Uh, 84850, Steve at LBC. Oh, my God, what on earth is that? Oh, it's another Hollyoke babe uh, turning up uh, in a nightclub. And uh, this is... I don't know what her name is, actually. Um... But she's another one wearing a dress that's too small. My God, there's some right old scrubbers out there going to clubs, aren't there? It just gets worse and worse, I'm afraid. Oh, here she is, Kelly Brook out on the town again. Must be so nice not to be working, Kelly, but of course also so nice to be known as, you know, that girl who can't present, which is, uh, which is even worse. And even worse than that, Gary Barlow has been voted the greatest ever songwriter. No, that's not the bad bit. The bad bit was on the list when you look at the top 20 UK songwriters ever. Number one is Gary Barlow. Now, you have to admit, he's written some great songs. Number two is John Lennon. Number three is Paul McCartney. It goes to show the, the people that they, they targeted here. Number four is Chris Martin. Five is George Michael. Six, the Bee Gees. I mean, I'd put the Bee Gees way near the top. The stuff they've written is phenomenal. Uh, number seven, Noel Gallagher. Number eight, Robbie Williams. Do pray tell me, ladies and gentlemen, exactly what Robbie Williams is famous for. I'm afraid absolutely nothing unless Guy Chambers wrote most of it. Uh, number nine, Sting. Then Kate Bush at ten. Led Zeppelin at eleven. Guy Chambers at twelve. The man who's written some of the biggest songs in living memory. Thirteen is Paul Weller. Then Morrissey at fourteen. Morrissey. The man who's written more dreary rubbish than anybody else. Bernie Taupin at 15. The man who's written more hits than anybody is at number 14. Annie Lennox, 16. 17, David Bowie. 18, Van Morrison. 19, Cat Stevens. And 20, Damon Albarn. But I'm sorry. (laughs) Robbie Williams at number 8. For the pile of rubbish that he's written. 
I think he wrote the one line in Angels was, and down the waterfall. And that was it. That was his contribution. Small wonder that his career has gone a nosedive down the U-bend and Guy Chambers has gone, oh, they're going to write for somebody else, mate. And there's a picture of poor old Robbie um, out there on, on his £5,000 bike. He's so lonely, he's going out on a bike. Strange enough, the house that he's bought, I know very well indeed. He's paid £7 million for it. It was sitting on the market for ages. Ages. And they say it's got ley lines running through it. It hasn't got ley lines running through it at all. It's a pile of old rubbish just to keep him happy. Because that house was sitting there for so long. It's in the middle of nowhere. And it's got, it's got formal gardens, which is a bit silly for somebody, you know, like him. Because he's lonely enough in America. He might as well be lonely in this house as well. Uh, 84850, steve at Sue says, I work in a doctor's surgery. And the only ones who live with... 1.3. Steve Allen. Morning, team. Ten minutes past six. It's Snow Monday, as they say. Or Slow Monday, because that's it is. Although, strange enough, I was just looking at pictures on the cameras of the M4, and that looked as though at least it was moving. Not very much traffic on it, but at least it's moving there. On the main roads, where there's lots of traffic on there and it, it's being gritted, it's absolutely fine. Laughable thing for me, looking at a Sky reporter on the television, standing there. No umbrella, the snow coming down like there's no tomorrow, with an open-neck shirt and no scarf. And you think, perhaps they're having cutbacks. <laughs> perhaps they need to buy him an umbrella, poor soul. But uh, every 15 minutes, in fact, within the next five minutes, we'll bring you up to date with all the travel. So we can either get you to work, or the advice is, if you don't need to go to work, don't go to work. Because the uh, road conditions out of town uh, are worse. Because on some of the side roads where it's been snowing all night and there's been no cars, it's uh, snow, it'll be impacted underneath, it'll be very icy, you'll brake quickly, and all of a sudden the back of your car will follow you around and you'll smash into other vehicles. There's going to be accidents all over the place today. The advice is keep your distance from the car in front. Do not speed and do not do what one lorry driver was pictured doing in the paper today driving along at 60 miles an hour watching a DVD. This is the world's stupidest lorry driver. Here he is. He, uh, he was still watching the movie as he pulled into the inspection area off the A55 in North Wales for a routine check. He admitted he had been enjoying the black and white film during his journey, for, uh, during his journey from Germany to deliver cargo in Landudno. He only has see, received an official warning, apparently, uh, as he'd not been seen on the road with his eyes on the movie. But from April, anyone with a TV or DVD screen on the dash will be fined, even if they're not watching it. Absolutely. I always thought that was the rule anyway, I'm afraid. Uh, fears are growing for Prince Philip. He didn't attend church the other day. First time he's missed it in a long while. They said he was uh, staying indoors after pulling a muscle in his back whilst carriage driving. 87, the prince is, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most humorous members of the royal family. Uh, Sasha says all the councils knew it was going to snow, and yet here in Camden, we, like the rest of the London, are covered in a blanket of snow, yet not one drop of grit has been laid out. Well, it might have been laid out, and then the snow covered it. Because that's what's happened around our way. There's no point in putting grit on top of the snow. But they generally did it uh, underneath. Uh, Michael Dennis. Morning, Michael. Oh, we got a poem, actually, from Michael, which I, I lost earlier on. I was quickly going through the, uh, the texts and emails. Joni Mitchum says, uh, there is a God. The snow came. I've always loved snow. And even when I was driving a good distance to work every day, I still loved it. Something so pure and wonderful about it. Uh, Michael Dennis wrote a poem for us today. It's called London Snow. Today, a covering of snow has interrupted traffic flow. Our capital ground to a halt. The question now is who's at fault? Some local councils were caught out. They failed to spread the grit about. The roads and local thoroughfares, a situation that impairs. The motorist who drives about, precariously full of doubt, on how they can successfully and safely get from A to B. The kids could not believe their eyes when they woke up. 
to this surprise. Snow was falling in a flurry, getting them up in a hurry. With their mum and dad's permission, they all went out on a mission. Inside their minds, a master plan on how to build the best snowman. Against all in the neighbourhood, they built the very best they could, engaging in a snowball fight in weather cold and crisp and bright. There you go, Michael. Thank you very much indeed for that. There's that one today for you. It is cold out there. It is brrr, cold and snowy and dangerous on the pavements. Don't go out unless you absolutely have to. We will have Phil Blacker. He's on ISDN because he's been marooned. Poor soul. Uh, Michael says, a day off for me today. I can't move the taxi any more than two yards. Currently listening indoors with a nice cup of tea. I like a nice cup of tea, actually. It's not worth it, is it? If you live in, in, in a little cul-de-sac or something like that and you're trying to get out, don't, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time because it, you, if you have an accident... It's just gonna it's gonna ruin your day, and you're gonna think, you know, I wish I'd followed Steve Allen's advice and stayed in today because it's it's by far the best thing. Emma Watson says, uh, I I really just can't believe that people call me sexy. I know what we can't believe is people call you an actress. I'm afraid, Emma, because having seen the Harry Potter films, you are possibly the most wooden thing I've ever seen since Robin of Sherwood emerged from the. Uh, the Lincoln Green. Mike Millman's late, says Bob. What's going on? I want my tea. Actually, somebody else said their milkman just got through. So that's quite good, isn't it? Uh, Steve, at last we're experiencing a real weather warning that really is what it says. It's true, isn't it? I mean, you've only got to look on the television and listen to the reports that we've got coming in today. And, uh, and you realise how bad it is. Uh, Romana says, my husband actually managed to get a train at 5.30 this morning from Royden to London, Liverpool Street. It is possible to get in, even if you have to walk. I wouldn't advise cycling in this weather. I mean, that really would be very, very foolhardy. Richard says, I left uh, home for work in London yesterday at around 5.30 when it just started snowing in Maidstone. Even then, two accidents on the M20. Still cars were overtaking. I couldn't even work out where the outside lane was. Complete madness. But I enjoy looking out at the snow now. It's a great feeling being in the warm, eating my cornflakes. I bet they're drenched with ice-cold milk. I bet they're drenched. That's my favourite, isn't it? Oh, how wonderful. Do you remember when, you know, you'd look out on a day like this and the milkman would have delivered how he got there, Lord and... LBC 97.3. Steve Allen. Steve Allen. Text 84850. Morning, team. As I've been saying since five o'clock this morning... We do travel now every 15 minutes on the programme, bring you up to date with exactly what's going on to get you to work quickly. So if you've just woken up and you've missed all of that, every 15 minutes travel on the programme, OK? Especially this morning, because the conditions are so bad out there. We've been saying that since five o'clock this morning. Anthony was doing it all overnight. We're doing it this morning as well. We'll make sure you get there. The advice, though, is from uh, all the uh, leading authorities, don't travel unless you have to. There's hardly any trains operating. There's no buses operating in town. Uh, most people can't get into work, so it looks pretty likely it'll be safe to park all over the place today. And uh, if you've got a story, call the jam line 08000 68 6080. 08000 68 6080. And we'll bring you up. We'll have another uh, travel update in around three or four minutes' time. More of your texts and uh, emails this morning. Uh, Maybe cold outside, says Robert, but South East Railway site... Seems to have melted down, so I'm playing it safe and working at home today. He says, lovely if you look through the window, but uh, going nowhere. Apparently, at the moment, southeastern trains uh, can't get the trains into Waterloo. Didn't much help, is it, to people trying to get out 
of Waterloo. According to the DLR website, trains are running at the moment, although there are some delays. They've just uh, suspended the Waterloo city line, but that's underground as far as I was concerned. They've said due to adverse weather conditions. Well, the adverse weather conditions, I wonder where, actually went underground, but apparently so. Uh, Docklands Light Railway running a normal service, says Graham. Thank you for that very much indeed. Anybody who's working on them, do let me know. Uh, Steve, my son's due to have an operation on his right lung today. If it does take place, I don't know how I'm going to visit. Hospital's in Tooting. I'm in Chelsea. I hope it's not cancelled. Well, this will be the third time that it is. All those people trying to get in for operations today, when they do a lot of them and you've got to turn up, if you can't get in, what do you do? Operation cancelled for a lot of people having uh, angioplasty today. That's exactly how it works. You turn up at the hospital by 7.30, 8 o'clock, and they then decide if they're going to operate on you that day. If they're not, you have to go home. But if you can't get into the hospital in the first place, there's all sorts of problems there. National Rail's... uh, Text info service uh, is good. Hope you don't start getting inquiries about the trains from commuters with shivering hands, Steve, says Colin. It is dreadful. I mean, I think most people appear to have uh, been working on the assumption that it's so bad out there they're not going to go in at all because out in the suburbs it's just just terrible. Uh, Les says, how ironic, the persecuted 4x4 vehicles have just become the most sensible and safe vehicles to be driving, possibly even lifesavers. I know what I like to be driving this morning. I know I came in in a Prius and they're so light that uh, we, were, we were all over the place. In fact, I did spend my whole time being, unfortunately, the worst backseat driver. Snowing like mad in Beckenham. At least a foot of snow on the roads. Still my wife, Jackie, says Stuart, is worrying about going to work. She only listens to you. Don't go to work. Unless you absolutely have to. In fact, Anthony Davis has said that uh, he's only just got home. It's now 25 past six. He finished work at five this morning. He said, it's still snowing hard. The taxi was skidding everywhere. He said, I'm having peanut butter on toast. Suddenly everything is bliss and life is okay." Gilda says, and another thing, while sitting here looking at the river, waiting to hear if City Airport is opening, of course it isn't, this is the UK, I've just spotted my first snow jogger. Are they bonkers? Well, when I came in this morning, it was all tourists out there who'd obviously never seen snow before, taking pictures of all of London's landmarks in the snow. Because no matter, you know, it does look fantastic. It really does. Rain tonight, they've predicted, in which case it will get rid of all the snow, but some of it will freeze. So tomorrow's could be like the proverbial ice rink. And Janice says, uh, we've had lightning in East London half an hour ago. That'll be the bad weather conditions on the way. 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. We'll leave all your texts and emails into the programme. Um, Steve, did you travel down the A316? I did, but it's come down to one lane either side because the snow is so bad in the middle, you can only see one lane either side, so most people are not risking it. And you crawl along there because it's a, a little bit like a sheet of ice, I'm afraid. Uh, Andy says, if going to Gatwick from London on the A23, it's blocked at Coolston, southbound, uh, just by the Land Rover garage. Lots of people attempt to get them clear, but it's not going well. Uh, Angela says, thank goodness you got in. What are the odds against nobody else making it in? Your LBC driver was very worrying. Are you insured? I hope so. I hope so. Uh, even if the buses start running, I'm not going to work today, as there's uh, no knowing if it get worse, says Carl. They've said it will get worse. We're going to try and find out as well about schools. I'm assuming that what will happen is schools will start advising people and they'll start phoning radio stations to say, let me just tell you that so-and-so school is not opening today and this school is not uh, opening either. Because if people can't get in on buses, what's the point? Because if the teachers can't get in, there's no point in opening the schools. So I suspect it's going to be a day of peace for most people. But those on the roads, just remember... Stay your distance from the car in front. There's accidents all over the place at the moment. Harry in Manchester says, uh, we've got exactly the same problems up here. Exactly the same problems up here. 
Uh, a lot of people saying, are there any buses running? Nothing. Uh, Central line details coming up in about a minute's time, Charlotte, in Ryslip. Uh, Chris says, I've checked, we've got seven inches of snow. Uh, Connie in Stockwell says, you cannot imagine how happy I am we have snow. I'm in this country from Austria since 91. I've never seen anything like it. Are you sure you're in Austria? I've worked in Austria for years and years. <laughs> Far worse than this. Far worse. Uh, another one that says, my brilliant milkman delivered the milk at 5.30. What a star. And Jackie says, can't even get out of Lewisham. No trains, no DLR, no buses, no nothing. My advice is, stay in. Stay in. Snow in Sutton, going well with the Christmas decorations, which we still have, says Don, in the St Nicholas Centre. <laughs> Actually, Don the, Dorm- Don the Dorman was enjoying uh, driving back in this, but you've got to keep your speed really, really, really down. And do not cycle in town today. It's just absolutely not going to be worth it, because it's like a sheet of ice out there. Even here, normally in town, when we get snow, it's, it's OK. But it's still been snowing. It's been snowing for the last few hours now, and it's not getting any better. So the advice is, st- pretend today's Sunday. Phone up and say, listen, what would you rather have? Somebody who's going to... The last racing tip we had, it was appalling. Uh, as predicted, Mr Blacker matched an old Cushing record. Three non-runners in a row, you were abandoned. Well, yeah, two of those meetings were abandoned. So yeah. you, you can't do too much about that, can you? No, exactly. Well, at least you didn't lose any money. So that, that, Well, that no, is... exactly. See, it's my best run for weeks. <laughs> uh, Southall covered in snow yesterday during racing. Wolverhampton inspecting. Mm. Chances of more, run, uh, more, more non-runners pretty high today, I should imagine. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought there'd be any racing today, to be honest. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, you get, you get a bit of snow, you know, and we, we get snow like this, and immediately everything but everything closes down. Mm. No trains, no buses, no bicycles, cars saying, oh, we're not going out there to pick somebody up because it's too snow and you think how do they cope in in other countries where they have snow nearly all year round yeah it is a good question i mean they're, they're still digging my taxi out of the snow at the moment they're still do- <laughs> it's not gonna well I'm, I've, I've i've yet to discover whether or not nick ferrari is going to make it in on time <laughs> really and he's actually coming from uh, i think probably the furthest away we had, had a job finding out and getting hold of the driver to say is he actually in the car <laughs> is he actually on his way here but there's very few people on the roads Yes, I'm not surprised. They're, yeah. they're going nowhere around here. Because you're out of town, so you're on ISDN this morning. Yes, this is the way to do it, actually. It's absolutely, it's probably much safer, actually. Mm. So today's uh, today's nag, which will probably go nowhere, <laughs> is the 350 at Wolverhampton. Yep. Uh, Sendrini, Alex has picked. Sendrini. Really? You wouldn't believe this, and I can't actually prove it to you, but I've gone for exactly the same. I, I believe you. I <laughs> believe you. Sendrini as well, 350 at Wolverhampton. Most unlikely, they've got a, a pitch inspection. Pitch inspection, they've got a ground inspection. And I'm assuming if their weather up there is as bad as we've got yeah. here, nothing will happen. And even if the track's runnable, I don't think anybody would be able to get there. So, no, yeah. exactly. Well, we've, we've got no- Where are you? Where part, what part of the country? Uh, Bromley. You're at Bromley. Is it particularly bad at Bromley? It would appear so, yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Same round here. Even in town, actually. First time, I think, in a long time that I've actually seen snow around Trafalgar Square. People having snow fights, mm. snowball fights that came up through it earlier on. But uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll chat to you a little bit later on on Nick's programme. Will do. Thanks for that, Phil. Nice one. Take care. Bye-bye. Phil Blacker, who's down there. Uh, Sean in Broxbourne says, uh, if the advice is not to travel unless you have to, does that mean I should stay in bed and not venture downstairs? I think the advice is don't, unless it's absolutely necessary. I'm looking at the moment on the M4, the uh, the live feed there from Sky, and there's not very many cars on it at all in either direction, but it is moving, and it's moving certainly a lot faster than it is out in the suburbs at the moment. No buses in town, restricted service, very restricted service out of Waterloo. Most of the mainline stations have closed down, especially where the underground comes out into the open air. They've said there's so much snow there they can't clear it. Why? I've got no idea. I seem to remember gritting trains some years ago. So uh, we'll take your uh, texts and emails on that. 84850 steve at lbc.co.uk. Uh, if you've managed to get into work, do let us know. 
0845 Been doing this since five o'clock this morning. And if you've just woken up and you've peered out of the window, it's as bad as it looks. And if you're out in the suburbs, the advice is don't go to work. All the motoring organisations have said exactly the same. We'll tell you the same advice as well. Unless you absolutely have to go to work, don't go to work today. It's dangerous. There are accidents all over the place. People are still speeding. People still seem to think that just because it's a light dusting of snow, it's not. It's pretty dangerous out there and it's not going to get any better for the moment. They say that rain will move into the capital later on this evening. 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. It takes more of your uh, texts and emails. Uh, even Alan was saying it's definitely uh, a fun walk today. Five miles he's walked so far. Five miles. All the cars slipping and sliding and crashing. And I walk in the lovely snow and I'm now sitting in the office about to start work. Shame there's nobody else in here to work with. He says, get home safely, the Dunkirk spirit. Alan in Mill Hill, but now in Finchley. So he's made it. So he walked to work. He walked to work, which is probably the advice, unless it's, uh, unless it's really that bad. Phil is uh, in Chertsey, not going to work. He says, I want to see tomorrow. Being 50, I've driven in snow. It's the kids who think it's fun. It's not much fun to drive. We were sliding about all over the place this morning. Uh, as for no buses, says Pete, I thought I'd walk 45 minutes to the nearest tube station, Elephant and Castle, get there, and the station is shut. So there you go. See, it doesn't help, does it? You get there. But at least you've walked. Haberdashers, Boys and Girls School in Eltree, closed on Monday due to snow. Reference their website. So Haberdash. See, if, if the parents can't get there, there's going to be no point at all, is there? No point at all in the kids turning up to school. So I should imagine most uh, schools, apparently uh, Joan of Arc School in Rickmansworth is open. Provided, presumably, people can get there. I can see that, you know, there's going to be loads of people. Langley Park uh, Boys and Girls School and Kelsey Park School in Beckenham will be closed today. Says uh, Suzanne. So do check their websites. Don't take our word for it. Check check the websites uh, for all the relevant schools and just make a phone call. And if you're thinking of flying, remember a lot of the airports are closed. Flights are not taken. Why? I've got no idea. But uh, but do phone and check first. Uh, seven inches in West Wicking and still snowing. Uh, Susie says in other countries they invest in expensive snow equipment because it lasts for months. Here it's a maximum of 10 days a year, not quite worth it. But for that, ten, for that one day or two days, the amount of business that is lost for people who actually can't get into work. Uh, and Chris says, my wife and I were wondering how you got into work. I bet Nick Ferrari will be late in too. Can someone find the clip from last week with the weather expert Chris Lowry predicting there'd be no snow? Well, I'm fa- I, ch- I checked with Chris yesterday and he said it was, in fact, he was almost to the hour when it was going to come in, almost to the hour, because I said, are you sure it's going to snow? He said, absolutely, absolutely, the snow is, is coming in, and he predicted it to the hour, so that's good. Uh, Scott says, anybody got an update for Southern, trying to get to Canary Wharf from Sutton in Surrey? Uh, Maria says, just got a text from my son's school, Finchley Catholic High. They say they're closed today. Wayne is a lorry driver, just took an hour to get to work, can't get the lorry out of the yard, snowed in going back home. That's what a lot of people are doing. They're managing to make it to a place, but then just when they get there, they discover it's closed. Uh, my mum's had to walk to work. I feel sorry for her. Jan in Kingsbury wants to know about the Northern Line. Not mentioned. Is it running? Sporadic service there. Uh, from Brentford, uh, Alice says, my husband just got a Piccadilly Line tube at Northfields, which is above ground. See, some of them seem to be okay. I came in from out that way there, and it's, it's, it's particularly bad, the snow, mainly because there's not as much traffic as there is. Just been sent home from work, all the bus drivers from Epsom bus garages, all being sent home at the moment. Nothing operating in town, still snowing heavily, 
So we'll have a complete update again every 15 minutes on LBC 97.3 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk or 08456060973. There's a, a story in the paper today which I'm quite sure people are going to be talking about later, apart from the weather, which, as I say, is a, a typically British thing to talk about, isn't it? It's the weather. It's terribly bad and people are saying, don't go to work. All the motoring organisations, don't go to work today unless you absolutely have to because it's just too dangerous out there. And it's not necessarily your driving that's at fault. It could be somebody else. As I say, even when we were coming in this morning, we were passed by somebody who must have been doing 60 miles an hour in the snow and the slush, which hides a lot of black ice. There's the county cricket team. Here's a story that you'll be talking about later on today. Have scrapped its name after complaints from outraged Muslims and Jews. Middlesex Crusaders, believe it or not, will play one-day cricket next season as the Panthers. County chiefs acted after members of the Muslim and Jewish communities protested about the name, feeling it was a reference to the religion-driven military wars waged by Christian Europe against other faiths. So the Sun did a nice editorial today saying it was only about two people complaining about it. Why? They have no idea at all. They say it's only a decade since the ground, Middlesex County Cricket Ground, uh, lords allowed women into the pavilion. Now the club has changed its one day's team's name from Crusaders to Panthers after a couple of complaints from Muslims. It insists the name had no historical connotation and it was all about the club crusading to get kids into cricket. So why not tell the complainants that and stand your ground? Besides, Panthers can be offensive. Ask any antelope. 16 minutes to 7, Steve Allen's early breakfast, LBC 97.3. More on that nurse who's facing the sack for offering to say a prayer for a patient today. This is uh, Christian Caroline Petrie. We had, of course, uh, that story that emanated from Heathrow only a short while ago where the lady wasn't allowed to wear her cross and yet... It's five this morning. Snow watch on 97.3. Aldenham School in Elstree closed due to snow. But do check with all the schools just in case. We're getting loads and loads of people telling us that uh, they've got dreadful problems with the snow out there. Uh, however, Eve says, uh, Eightage and in Croydon, still snowing. The tram system there ground to a halt some time ago. Uh, down in uh, Waltham Abbey. And Diana says, P.S., can you believe that they haven't even gritted the roads down here? I don't think you'll see it half the time. But looking at uh, Barnet, looking at the pictures on the cameras, it's snowing really heavily. I think they actually gritted earlier on. The Highways Agency are advising you not to travel unless it's absolutely necessary. If you do need to, driving conditions, very difficult. And as I said at the beginning of the programme, leave an extra hour. I know it seems extreme, but an extra hour might, uh, might mean the difference between getting there and not getting there at all. On the buses, no buses. Five o'clock this morning, that was what uh, was coming out of the bus companies at the moment. No buses till further notice. Tubes, the tube suspended on the whole of the Circle Line, Hammersmith and City Line, suspended on the Piccadilly Line between Acton Town and Rainers Lane, suspended on the District Line between Earls Court and Edgware Road and between Earls Court and Kensington Olympia, Edgware Road to Wimbledon, Earls Court to Richmond. Bakerloo Line suspended, Paddington to Harrow and Wheelstone, severe delays on the rest of the line. Jubilee Line suspended, Waterloo to Wilsdon Green, severe delay, delays on the rest of the line. Metropolitan suspended, Harrow on the Hill to Amersham and Chesham, minor delays on the rest of the line. Waterloo and City Line suspended, DLR delays to all services. On the trams, the Croydon Tram Link suspended. Uh, trains because of the heavy snow, Southern severely disrupted, disruption on First Capital Connect, 15 minute delays on all routes, and disruption on Southwest trains. There's an emergency timetable, don't travel unless you have to. Disruption on South Eastern. No services to London, only running into town as far as Gillingham and Tunbridge. Remaining services there, severely disrupted. National Express East Anglia, running a full service. First uh, Captel Connect, 
No service across London terminating at Blackfriars and Finsbury Park. Disruption to all other services. And uh, there's a 30-minute delay on First Great Western between Reading and Paddington. On the flight side of it, Stansted Airport is closed. London City is closed. Although, strangely enough, I've just spoken to actually somebody who I think might be taking off from Stansted. So I think it's the same as uh, Heathrow. There's one uh, runway which is operating out of there. But if you stay tuned, we'll, we'll keep you up to date with all of that. Nick will do that after the news at seven. I say Nick will do that after the news at seven. Someone just sent me in a text saying, is it true that you're going to be doing James and Nick's show this morning? No, we do know that Nick is in a car. What, what part of London he's in at the moment, we have no idea. We shall find out a little bit uh, later on. But I have a, a sneaking feeling in my water that he's actually in the building. And he is here, so he'll be with you after seven. Uh, from Eddie, who says, I've lived in Sweden for 20 years. Snow is part of our life. We drive, go on the tubes and deal with it as if it was rain. It's about time that England got used to it. Well, it's such a novelty here. When we do get it, and it's only one one day, it brings total chaos and disruption. And the message that we've been putting out since before five o'clock this morning is, unless you have to go to work, don't go to work. Uh, Southern trains from Sutton towards London are on time, Steve, says uh, Graham. So those are the ones. It's, it's Waterloo which appears to be disrupted. I think they'll be getting trains out but uh, certainly trying to get tube trains back in again. And the district line going back to Richmond and coming in from Richmond is an absolute disaster. Uh, Jeff says, have you heard about the congestion charge today? As I'm running out of time. I think it still applies. I've heard nothing on the congestion charge at all, but no doubt. Um, how about uh, Jeremy, who says, how about playing Steve's yesterday statement the snow wouldn't settle in central London? I know. Amazing, isn't it? First time in 30 years. Absolutely got that one wrong at all. But it will disappear tonight. I will be going to work today, says Ali, because I work from home. A lot of people there. Uh, Oldenham School in Elstree closed due to snow. Do check their websites. Uh, mention of Finchley, says uh, Geralda. Brought me back to the winter of 78, 79. The conditions that brought Margaret Thatcher to power. So here we are now in 2008. Industrial unrest, snow thick on the ground at the moment. They're going to be talking about on uh, breakfast later on. Apart from all the snow and trying to get you to work as uh, quickly as possible, then uh, you'd better stay tuned to LBC 97.3. More of your texts and emails coming in. Uh, Queenswell Junior and Infant Schools are closed in Whetstone, North 20. Uh, Highway Primary School in Orpington closed. See the school website. Snowden in uh, Fulmer. Very picturesque, says Michaela. Loretto College St Albans closed. So check that one as well. I work the courts at Brent says Olive in Harrow. Do you think the courts will be open? Well, if they can't get people backwards and forwards, the answer is probably no. Jewish Free School in Kenton closed for today. And um, Ben, who says, my sister has no school, but I'm 11 and my school hasn't said anything. Linda in Brentwood, what's the situation with uh, C2C Rail? Are they running? Website's down, can't get through on the phone. Details coming up after the news. And uh, they could be bringing up to date with uh, all of the, uh, the problems that the snow has caused this morning. But the, the simple message is... If you don't have to go to work today, if it's not absolutely necessary, then don't go out there because the roads, especially in the suburbs, are an absolute nightmare. Although Beverly in Elton says, I've just been out and it looks absolutely beautiful, just as long as you don't have to drive anywhere. Nick Ferrari is with you after the news, which is next on Snow Watch LBC 97.3.